Hello, friends. This is the Messenger Podcast, where our goal is to develop messengers whose lives tell the story of the gospel. The gospel, the good news of life, can reach into every part of our every day. So we want to use this time to explore what that means for you and your world. Today, I'm joined by one of my favorite people, my longest friend. You really are my longest friend, Austin. I want you to know that. Thank you. You're welcome. My best man, my brother, Austin Bevere. And we're going to start a series about finances and stewardship. People get strange about money, though. Have you ever noticed that? Like, yeah. You can talk about a lot of things. When we start talking about money, people are like, wait, we can't talk about that. So we're going to talk about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think one of the reasons for that, and I was thinking about that today, actually, is because it can be seen as such a status thing. Yeah. And so people don't really want to uh, kind of divulge where they're at or really want to talk to other people about where they're at. And some people just don't want to share because they maybe look down upon or stuff like that. So, But it is it is a very interesting topic, and we want to do what we can to help you out and bring any wisdom we can in the areas of finance. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited to have you on because I know you're super passionate about this, and you worked on a project recently that we're going to tell people about. It's super cool. But before we dive in, I want to remind you listening, if you haven't already, take some time real quickly. It doesn't take long to subscribe and rate the show. This really helps us get the message out and make more messengers. And I want to give a shout out to Viking Beast 69. Wow, Viking Beast 69, who recently wrote, Oh my gosh, I cannot emphasize how much we are right there in spirit with Pastor Matt's testimony. Needed to hear it. Thank you for sharing this. And I agree with Addison and Matt. This is CrossFit for your spirit. Everything from MI is gold, including this podcast. Viking Beast, thank you so much for taking the time to write the review. Okay, awesome. So back to money. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, what I'm going to do is oh, you're just gonna jump I'll, in. I'll no. just jump right in. Go we have it. some stats that I wanted to read with you guys real quick. And as you mentioned, this is something you're very passionate about. What are you I, on the Enneagram? I'm a five. Okay. I was just curious. Five or a six. It's up for debate. Because oh, the really way you like just labels. jumped in there and like went for stats, I don't know. I feel like that's telling. What is that? Ellis would know. Ellis says it's a five. Yeah. All right. So, and for you, those. I hope you, you know, know I'm not Ellis defining you the, uh, by your podcast Enneagram. director. What? I'm not defining you by your Enneagram number. I I know. I'm not defining myself. That's good. I could be a three tomorrow. You, we'll see what you know happens. What? Hey. But all right. So I do have some stats here, and the reason why I'm so passionate about this is I feel like money is a topic where it doesn't. It takes some intentionality, but if people just did a few things, like a few simple things they would have the majority of their financial plan down. And so that's why I'm passionate is I feel like people are very close to having a solid plan for their finances. So you're saying it's, it's not far from where they are right now, but it's a few very simple, intentional things that make the world uh, make a world of difference. Exactly. And so cool. I'm just going to read the need through these statistics real quickly, but this is what this is what we're looking like right now. So 58% of Americans have less than $1,000 saved up. And that's super. that's a super dangerous place to be. Um, especially with where we're at right now in the world with the pandemic, um, that's not enough to live on if you're in a place where you're not able to go to work because of something like a pandemic. Uh, next, average credit card debt for an American is $5,700. That is that's super scary. And credit card debt is oftentimes has really high interest rates, and it's hard to climb out of those kind of holes. Uh, next, 78% of working Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Um, it's it's tempting to do that just because when you get money you want to spend it but we got to we got to be people who think further out and to start saving our money and not living paycheck to paycheck. And I just think that's that's crazy to think that 3 out of 4 people in America are doing that. That is so dangerous to be at. All right, next 44 million Americans have student loan debt, which 
man, that's that's rough as well because you finally you get your job and you want to start ready saving, to go in your career. but you got all this stuff in your past that you got to take care of. Uh, next one is 33% of Americans have less than $5,000 saved up for retirement. So is that all Americans or is that just a small group of Americans like people in their 20s or 30s or 40s? Is that across the whole board? Well, I'm not really sure about uh, age for that one, but I think if you're... 25 or older you probably should have close to five thousand dollars saved up or excuse me if you're if you're around 25 years you should have at least five thousand dollars saved up and the fact that um of all american adults only 33 percent have five thousand saved up that's that's kind of significant and i think i think the reason why it's that stat is scary is because we used to live in a world where a lot of companies would cover their employer or their employees retirement and have pension plans and that's just that's fewer and far between today and people are living longer than ever and so if we want to retire at a young age we can't have five thousand dollars saved up for a 20 30 year retirement that math doesn't work and so that's in my mind that's really like man let's let's start saving now so that we can be able to retire and do things in the future that we want to do and so all these stats for me, the reason why I'm passionate about it is I'm like, man, we can make small adjustments to get our finances on track. And so that's what I would really love to cover in this podcast today, just kind of whet people's appetite to want to start doing that. Okay. So what does that look like? Let's start with some really practical things that people can do. But before we do that, actually, I'm going to backtrack. Why? So why is this important? Like, why, why is it important how we navigate our finances? Well... I think it's important like a lot of other things in life are important. Uh, So I would actually love to just mention we are creating or we just released a course called Money Made Simple. Um, I am on that course. I don't do a lot of the talking. We brought in a a financial guru guru named Tony Amaradio, and he's just amazing with finances. And so basically for eight lessons. He's been doing it for like 40 years. Yeah, way longer than I've been alive. So you were the Padawan, and he was the Jedi Master. Exactly. And so I, I literally, for eight lessons, asked him questions on so many different financial topics and was just like, hey, what do we do? Like, what should we do with this? What should we do with savings? What should we do with spending? What should we do with retirement planning? Like, all the topics he covers. And so I'm really excited about that. That's going to be on Messenger courses, and you can get access to it on um, all access. You know, what, you know what I like about it, too, is you have these different perspectives, different generations represented. So you have you, and I'm going to throw your age out there. You're 31, April 3rd, yes. 1989. So that's totally just, just in case anyone was wondering. Uh, you're on there. And then Tony, who's probably what? I don't want to throw his age out there, but he's older. He's at least he's at he's least at, sixty. He's at least thirty years older than yes. you. And it and what I love about this is you have this dynamic of a younger person who's, you know, you're starting as at thirty, you're starting to get into like an awareness of like my life settling down a bit. I'm married. I'm establishing rhythms. Like, what are the good rhythms that I need to make a part of my life? And of course, how we navigate finances that that's that's a that's an important rhythm because it affects so many different areas of our life and it affects what we're able to do for other people and how we engage with other people and the decisions that we make concerning the people in our world. So that's big. It's actually pretty embarrassing. So we did that whole course and I had to go back and watch it just to look at clips and stuff like that. And Tony said things in that course that completely went over my head the first time <laughs> he said it. And I was like, oh, wow. 
I, I was like nodding my head agreeing. And then later on, I was like, wow, that's actually so true. And I completely missed it the first mm. time. So there's a lot of wisdom he shared. And so I'm super excited for people to get a hold of this. And they can get it at messengerpodcast.com forward slash all access. And the way we do that is it's with their gift of any amount. So if you're new to the podcast, we actually have a discipleship platform. It's all about everyday discipleship. And so we cover a bunch of different topics. We have tons of stuff on there from building healthy relationships to navigating your calling to now learning about finances. I think there's, what what is it like? I don't, I don't know the number of hours, but it's an insane number of hours. We have close to 40 courses now on there. And you can get access to all of that with your gift of any amount because we want that to be available to anyone. And yeah, everyone. especially with finances. This is something that we don't want you to feel like, hey, my finances are already tight. I can't afford this. Whatever you guys can do, we want you to have access to these courses. These are for you. But in that course, Tony talked about the three different mindsets that we can have towards okay. money. And I thought this was fascinating. The first one is we ignore it. And so you see that a lot with people who don't do a budget or just kind of like spend their money however they want. They're just like, money's going to be fine. I'm going to be good. I'm just going to live my life, do whatever I want with my money. So that's one mindset. And they almost have this mindset of, I don't want to fall in. And I've had this too. I don't want to fall in the trap of the love of money because the Bible talks about like the love of money is the root of all, of all evil. And I think people are afraid to fall in that trap. Sure. So they completely ignore money and just don't steward it. And then you have the other side of the spectrum where people are obsessed with money. Money on the mind. Money. That's all they're thinking all the time. about. And I think whenever you have, and that's that's like extraordinarily unhealthy and scary. And so that's not a place you'd want to no. be. And I'd almost encourage the ignoring money over the obsessed <laughs> with money. Uh, yes. It's and, the lesser of the two evils. Uh, yep. Agreed. And so normally when you have those those two sides, you probably have something in the middle, something that's a little more balanced. And that is being a good steward of yeah. the money you've been given. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, this isn't our money. We're stewarding the money. And so I think that's the mindset that we all need to strive for. And that's the healthy place to be. And an analogy you could use, and no analogy is perfect, is just think about like taking care of yourself. Or um, like it's smart to brush your teeth. It's smart to wash your face, to shower, to do these things. But it could get to a place where you ignore it completely and you're going to be in a world of hurt because you're going to be disgusting. You're going to be walking around. People are going to be like, why does this dude smell? And then you got the other side where you can be obsessed with your image and your, and your health or right. beauty or whatever. And so what we want out of this course is to find that middle ground of, hey, it's important to brush my teeth. It's important to shower. And so with money, hey, it's important to know what's coming in, what your money is going towards, how much you're spending, how much you should be saving, these basic questions that where you get your money to a place where you check up every once in a while and make sure things are going as they should. So yeah. it's not obsessed, it's not, you're not obsessed with it, you're not ignoring it, you have a healthy place where you're taking care it's of it. It's almost like you steward it so you can be free from it in an interesting sense because both sides of the spectrum, in a strange way, they're both slaves to money. Exactly. But people who are scared of it and will never talk about it, it's like money's that fear that dictates their life. And the people on the other side, who that's all they do is they talk about money, they think about money, they pursue money. Obviously, money is the God of their life. And so we're trying to help people implement um, practices and understand the tools and mechanisms available to us that, in a sense, free us from the dangers of money. Exactly. And leverage the, the good of money. Because and, 
And we, and I'm sure people have heard this before, but Jesus talked a lot about money. He did. There's a lot in Scripture about finances, and in and no way was he obsessed with it. No, and in no way did he ignore it. No, he just he told us, "Hey, be a good steward." Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good point. And I, I, I sometimes I'm afraid to point out that stat because I think it can be used as a license. It can be to be way too obsessed with money. But man, we we're here on Earth. That is the that's the currency we are using is money to right. make interactions. I mean, very few things that you do um, don't involve money. Yeah, and even, and I know people will bring up the rich young ruler when they're talking about money, and you look at that interaction, it wasn't really about the rich young ruler's money. It was about the fact that the rich young ruler wouldn't leave his money behind to follow Jesus because Jesus had a wealthy disciple, Joseph of Arimathea, who, was, who the Bible calls a rich man, and that was the one who got an audience with Pilate to get Jesus's body for burial, right? So like, when money is used right, it becomes a tool for the kingdom of God. It becomes a mechanism for the work of the kingdom. But when it's wrong, as we know, it becomes the, the pursuing God of our lives. And I think we have been able to see firsthand uh, some, and had a front row seat to some amazing times where money has been used for beautiful things. Yeah. Like Messenger Cup every year, where we see thousands of dollars come in, excuse me, hundreds, no. millions, millions of dollars come in, yeah. sorry, um, for, to help get resources to pastors to and leaders the world. all over the world. Amazing time where we yeah. see money as a tool to help other people. And giving, man, I could, I could have a, we could do like five podcasts just on giving and how it's so much better to give and, than to receive. And when you set your, your finances up and you steward your finances in a way, it just allows you to be able to do these things, like to give generously, to give in abundance to others, to to meet a need that you see in your world. And so I'm passionate about money because it is a tool that can be used for a lot of good. You know, I think that's a really good fundamental shift that we should all have around money is money isn't for me, money is for others. Right. Like if you really think about money like that, then even how you earn money, it starts to shift and change. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I've never, I've never really looked at it like that. I mean, I've always viewed money as a thing that I can give to others and a way to bless others. But when we start to look at money as, as a tool that we can use, primarily a tool that we can use to serve others, it becomes a totally different conversation. Yeah. Hmm. So, guys, with everything that's going on in our world, we've a lot of us have been affected by the pandemic, and um, many people have not been able to go to work. They've not been able to do the normal things they were able to do in order to. Uh, have an income come in or have have a salary come in. And so one of the things we cover in this course, Money Made Simple, is this idea of an emergency fund. And I didn't hear about an emergency fund until I was in my mid-20s, I don't think. Did you do like a Dave Ramsey thing or something? No, it was it was actually, uh, I think it was through betterment.com. Okay. They, okay. That's one of the things they have you save up for. But uh, basically, uh, an emergency fund is a... Uh, an amount of money that you have set aside to help cover all your expenses for, let's say, like six months if something unforeseeable happens, like sickness or a worldwide pandemic or the loss of your job. And so I, I think this is so fascinating. This is something that Tony Amaradio recommended setting up bef- like almost before you do anything else. Before you pay off your credit cards? Even Yeah, which really? was very shocking to me. Wow. He said, before you pay off 
any of that kind of debt. And the reason why, and it makes sense when he explained it, was because you may be in a financial situation where you're being faithful, you're paying off your debt every month. But like, let's say something like coronavirus happens, COVID-19, and you're out of your job. Well, you now have no income to pay for, Mm. pay down that debt. But not only that, you don't have the income to pay your normal bills. And so you're going to have to like basically add on more debt in this time rather than be able to continue to pay pay it off. So he said, make sure that you kind of have that reserve so that you're able to pay your normal bills. So it's not like you have more debt than you even started with. I'm kind of explaining that in a roundabout way, but I hope that makes sense. But he gets into stuff like that during the course. Is it really like practical stuff? Very practical. Does he get into like tools and mechanisms that people can use to save, to invest? Like how technical does he get into that? Kind so of stuff? we try to stay away from like specific numbers or specific uh, resources because okay. it's always changing. So yeah. like even interest rates, bank interest rates since the coronavirus happened have dropped sub- substantially. Mm-hmm. So a bank where you saw a 4% interest rate on your money, like a 4% return on your money is now looking more like a 1.5% because all the banks are kind of shrinking in that sense. Um, and so we stayed away from using like specific, uh, whether that's apps or, um, organizations or banks that we recommended, but in the, the course guide of the course, we have eight very simple action steps that people can follow. It's kind of like a checklist. They just go through it. And if you go through those eight steps, you are going to literally probably take care of 90% of what you need to for your finances. Wow. And if if people just did that alone, I would be so happy. I would be so excited. And for you, the listener, if you're able to do those eight things, you're going to have a lot more peace of mind and feel like, hey, I have a grasp of stewarding my finances. Yeah, I love that. I think one of the reasons why we don't steward our finances well, or I mean, honestly, this breakdown happens with anything in life, something that we know that we should do, but we don't do it, and we continue not to do it day in and day out, is we really don't have a clear, compelling understanding of the why behind it. And that's what you guys went after with this course, is the why behind stewarding our finances. And really, that's what it's all about, as you said earlier. It's about stewardship. It's not just about money for the sake of money. Money really doesn't matter unless it's under the umbrella of stewardship. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm probably this is probably harsh, but money's so stupid. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to take it to heaven. You're no. not going to be able to do anything with it when you die. Money is literally a tool that you use to steward while you're alive to make the biggest impact you can. Mm. But at the end of the day, you leave it behind. Yeah, that's a kingdom way of living. And it's, a, it's the only way to live in freedom because God doesn't want anything to have that kind of control, that kind of um, say in our lives. Otherwise, it's going to compromise our ability to flourish in life. And he, he sent his son to give us a flourishing life. So we're, we're going to be talking about this more in the episodes ahead. We're doing a whole series on money. We're going to cover it from, from different angles and different perspectives. And, and I know this is something that you're really passionate about. And Austin, I, I thank you for taking the time to, to map out all of this and uh, work with Tony on the course. And I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a blessing to a lot of people. Absolutely. And I, I'm not a great salesperson <laughs> at all. And so sometimes it's hard for me unless, to Unless you're them. selling Star Wars. Unless I'm selling Star Wars, it comes very naturally. But guys, <laughs> like I would just encourage you, go check out this course. Um, it's something that's going to be able to give you a lot more peace of mind than you currently have. And that's, that's what I want from this is I want people to feel that, hey, I got a good grasp on this. I feel like yeah. I'm in a healthy place. And so 
please check out the course. No, that's so good. And and I want to remind y'all, y'all probably have heard this before, but when you do become a part of that community of people going through this discipleship content, your monthly contribution, it's whatever you can do, whatever amount you can do, it helps us take these resources and make them available to people all over the world. Our resources are in over 120 languages. We've been able to reach into 226 of 241 countries and territories. So you are developing your life, you're learning new things, and you're also helping make these same messages available to your brothers and sisters all over the world. Austin, thank you for your time. Again, this is a shorter episode because it's really just an intro, but thank you for your time. I appreciate absolutely getting a look at your face across the table. Thanks for having me on here. It's always a good thing. And for all of you listening, don't forget today as you go on your way that you are a messenger to the people in your world. Your life is a message. So lean into God's grace and watch your world change. Until next time. Thanks for listening to The Messenger Podcast. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review and be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can connect with us through Facebook, Instagram, and through our website at messengerinternational.org. Until next time.